Hi, friends. This is Femoir the Podcast. I am Brianna Hansen, and hey, you're listening, so thank you. Much appreciated. Hey, do you know what this podcast is? I'm about to tell you. It's a podcast where we're going to talk about comedy and also happiness and also the ways that I think that they should interact and intersect more than they do. So that's what it's all about. That is what it is all about, friends. Today we're going to talk about being yourself. And maybe maybe you're like, hey, hey, you weirdo. You're talking weird. You're sounding weird. You're being a weirdo. Oh, guess what, buddy This is me. So I'm about to talk to you for a short period of time about why that's okay to be me. Yes, I will, I will give you the fact that I am a little over the top, but I'm also, you know, in somewhat performance mode right now. So when I'm, when I'm in performance mode, even if it's just by myself in my apartment, like I am right now, and I'm talking to nobody except my picture of Kurt Vonnegut that I have up, except for that, then I, sure, it's weird to be in performance mode. It's strange. It's a strange choice to make. Why are you doing this? Why you, you not only talk to yourself, you talk to yourself in strange voices and you, you're not even talking to yourself. You're talking to someone who's not there, but they're not an imaginary friend. You're imagining a future friend. That's a different different type of imaginary friend, weirdo. And you know what? You're right. All those things that you just said to me in my mind. You're right. But, he, but I'm a little off. I'm a little, you know, I'm a lot. <laughs> I'm a lot to take in. But I have grown in my past, you know, 29 years to like this person, to embrace her, to learn how to let her out and let her be free more. Because I like the feeling that comes with being more myself. And I hope that after my little diatribe towards you for this next few minutes in our podcast time together, that maybe you like yourself, or at least you start the journey of liking yourself. Because you're the only you that's ever existed, that will ever exist in this time period, in this place, who can express what you can express in the way that you can express it. So that's pretty cool. And there is no normal, which we'll get into in a second. We'll get into that. But this podcast is about being yourself. You know what made me think of it? You know what made me think of it a lot? I was doing, and I talked about this in the uh, comparison podcast early in the year, which I'll include a link in the show notes too, if you didn't listen to it before. But I was thinking a lot about, I was doing a lot of comparing and thinking a lot about other people's careers. And, and in that comparison, which I did for years, which I've done, you know, recently, I try not to, but I've done it because you can't help it because it's natural and it's normal. But in doing that, man, oh man, it does not serve me. And I, and every time I do it, I try now to let the, to let the voice that likes me be louder and louder the voice that is okay with being myself, be louder and louder. Because you're the only you, like I said. So someone else's journey is not yours. And I'm not going to get into the comparison podcast because I go into that deeply. But I was thinking a lot about this lady, Phyllis Diller. You know her? If you don't, I'll, you know, that's sad. That's sad on you. I. It's sad to me when people don't know classics. Like there are things, sure, that have fallen out of the American you know, conversation, cultural conversation. Like, I get it. Maybe not everyone knows who who's on first is and not everyone's up to date with the biggest vaudeville stars. And, you know, those have kind of fallen aside. But there are some just tenets of culture and comedy that you should know. 
I feel like Phyllis Diller is one of them. I don't know everything about her. I don't even know a ton about her, but I know enough. I know her work and I know her legacy and I like what I see and I'm glad she existed because she has made a huge difference, a huge impact on the world of comedy. Another quick side note, another thing that everyone should know are the Star Wars trilogies, the original three. And then if you want to move on from that to the prequels and then so that you know when the new one comes out, then you know, that's fine. All that is fine with me, but you should know that. I was recently talking to someone who uh, said somewhat proudly that they had never seen any of the Star Wars, the early ones. They're like, um, and they were young and they were like... Uh, that was before I was born. And they were like early 20s. I'm not talking about an eight-year-old because eight-year-olds are brats all the time. But I mean, like an early 20s person was like, um, that was before I was born. And I was like, yeah, me too. But when I became an adult or when someone threw it out at me or when people kept talking about Star Wars, you know what I did? I watched Star Wars because that's what you should do. Anyway, that's just a side note. You should get caught up on these things. So Phyllis Diller is someone who the reason when I think of being yourself, I think of her all the time because, man, she was not, I don't want to say eccentric because eccentric always has this bad connotation to it. Eccentric sounds like, you know, the the creepy person that, I don't know, that you didn't, uh, it's just like in the corner that you're kind of always nervous around and clips their toenails on the bus or whatever. Like the, you know, eccentric people has a bad connotation. I think of eccentric when I'm using in this way as something good, as someone who is willing to be outside of the quote unquote norm, whatever that means, whatever the norm is, this person's willing to be outside of it. They're willing to be a little bit off. One of the things that I like to do, as I have realized in my own life, um, when I was, you know, constantly comparing myself to other people, when I was going through a much more insecure phase than what I'm in now, I realized that like I I do like being big and I like having big choices and big characters. And I and I there's part of me that always is always busy and is always doing certain projects and everything. And and I don't want to let that that little light in me because it brings me alive. I don't want to let anyone, you know, let put that out. I don't want to let that happen. Because for me, I am, I am, at least at this point in my life, I am big. I am a big choice type person. I am a little bit over the top type person. I like that. And part of the reason that I like it is because I'm comfortable in that position. I'm kind of comfortable being the weirdest person in the room or the strangest. I have this documentary that I made <laughs> that's called Meet Z and I call it a documentary. And you guys, it's weird. It's weird. It's a character documentary on a girl who thinks she's an alien. And it's a character that I created. So take that however you will. But I will not call it a mockumentary because it is not. It's real to her. But it's weird. It's weird. And in doing it, there was a part of me that felt so liberated, not only because I think, you know, when you have an imaginative idea, you should just be true to it and you should see it through to the end if you can, if it's something that excites you and delights you. And Z, whose name is Zikla Taloxlin, uh, <laughs> who's a character of mine, she is she's weird as they come. And I and I screened this strange documentary in front of a group of people, most most of whom I didn't know. And many of them didn't get it and they didn't like it. And, and that's fine. Because for me, I would rather be the weirdest person in the room doing the strangest thing, especially creatively. Maybe not always. I don't always need to be like the strangest person at the restaurant or something. I don't, in my, I'm talking mostly like creative world. I'm not always talking about my real life, which I'll get into in a second. Just a, just a dabble because I don't want to reveal too much, but just a dabble. But I, I don't mind being that because to me, 
if someone sees the documentary Meet Z and they laugh, wonderful. That was the intention. It was the intention of creating this. But moreover, it was the intention of just putting something out there and showing people that if you have an idea, you can do it. And and if you think you're strange or you think, you know, your thoughts are strange, well, you probably aren't going to be stranger than me. And I'm not trying to make that a comparison. I defy you. Please do it. I would love to meet people who are, you know, bigger and bolder and more imaginative and stranger. Gosh, that's wonderful. That just, that makes everyone, that challenges everybody. But I've found in my own life that if I am the, you know, the big one in some sort of entertainment setting or some sort of speech setting or whatever, in some strange way, that puts everyone around me at ease. Because no matter how big they go and out of their comfort zone or how far they go outside their comfort zone, odds are they're not going to, you know, they're not going to look dumber than I just did. And that's, that's cool because I, that's me. I don't mind being that person. I like being that person. What I'll say about my, what, how this affects my, my personal, my real life, if you will, not that this isn't real. This is very real. I spend so much time in imagination land, you guys, it's very real. But, um, how it affects, I think, my, my personal life in, in some ways is that I, I do, I am more okay with being whoever I want to be that day, which is going to lead directly into our next topic, which is being open to change. I'm okay with being, there are times when I'm the quiet person and in the room and I'm, I'm the one that people tell their stories to or the one that no one's talking to or whatever. And that's, in certain contexts and settings, I'm okay with that. I really like listening. And, and I don't always need to be on, you know, I don't always need to be big and uh, this is my character. Like, I, even though I, I thrive in an environment where I need to bring the fun, I can do it. But there are times when I just don't want to. And I like being that person too. So I'm, you know, it's not like it's not a part of me. I think so many times we think, well, you got to be yourself. And then we let other people define what yourself is. Oh, but you're this. Oh, but you're always so funny. Oh, but you're always so happy. It's like, I'm not today. Yes, maybe that's my natural state to be bigger and to be more chatty or whatever, but it's not today. It doesn't have to be every day at every moment. You have to be whatever other people think you are. As long as you're in touch with your gut and as long as you're in touch with your emotions and as long as you're cool with the choices that you're making and you're okay with it and you're be like, you're adding value to your life and the lives of those around you, you're doing it right. You're being yourself. And that's the other cool part about being yourself. You're always doing it right. Do you know what it feels like to always be right? I mean, I do because I'm always right. But it feels pretty darn good to be right. And when you make a choice, you know what? That, and that's your choice for the day, then that's who you are that day. Sometimes it's as simple as choosing an outfit, right? Someone's like, I once had a friend, she's still one of my dear friends to this day, but we were in uh, high school and she said to me, and there were these big loop earrings, you know, the big, big circular earrings. And I wanted to wear some, I wanted to wear some. I thought they were, I thought they looked cool, but they were a little too bold for me in high school. I was very tomboy. I was very like, don't, you know, not look at my parents and whatever. I didn't dress up for special occasions, but that's it. And, and I, and I liked the look of them. And I was like, I want to wear them. And she and she did not mean this in a bad way, which is another thing that I want to make sure is clear. You know, just because people are defining who you are, that's who you are in relation to them or who they've seen you be. You are whoever you say you are. And the people that matter will stick around and respect and love you for that. So, but she said, she's like, that's not really your style, these big hoops. And I didn't wear it that night. But I will tell you, I spent the next at least eight years wearing giant hoops as much as humanly possible. 
and sparkly hoops and anything that was just big and bold because I wanted to be like, well, it wasn't my style now, but it it wasn't my style then, but it is now. You know, that type of like weird defiance. And of course, she's still one of my very good friends. Like in no way was she trying to be, you know, vicious about it. She just didn't see it. And that's okay because, you know, I felt something inside me. And, th- and not just for big hoops. I don't mean to make that sound like it was some, you know, big moment, but it was a small moment. And those small moments add up. And now it's even as simple as like when, when I choose the clothes that I'm wearing now, which I mean, I've talked about before and, you know, getting over your fear or whatever it is. But I feel like when I choose the clothes that I am, that I'm choosing for the day, that's who I want to be that day. That's who I feel like being. And that's being true to me. I don't know. I mean, I... One of the ways that I knew I was ready for a change is uh, I was living in Chicago and I, I already pretty much knew I was moving, but I'd always kind of nannied for income. And let me tell you, the family that I nannied in Chicago was the best family on the planet. I'm obsessed with their child. He was literally a perfect little cherub and he was wonderful and he was just the sweetest kid and I'm, I'm still obsessed with the family and him. But uh, <laughs> he's so cute. Oh my God, he's so cute. But when... I realized in the mornings, and this is going to sound so subtle, but again, these are small choices that you make that add up to something, you know, bigger, I guess. But I realized in the mornings when I, when I was getting ready to go babysit, I wanted to like look nice for the first time in a very long time, perhaps my life. I started to want to like look nice in the morning. I wanted to put on a nice shirt and I wanted to feel more feminine and I wanted to do whatever. And and the problem with doing that when you nanny is if you're a good nanny, which I am a great nanny, I'm a great babysitter, I love kids and they love me. But uh, the problem with that is, you know, they, it, a lot of fluids come out essentially when you're, when you're nannying. Like kids can throw up on you, you're wiping a bunch of stuff. Like you're not, you're in play mode all day. And so you need something that's comfortable and something that you don't really care if it gets spit up on because, you know... He's in a spit up phase, and that's what that's what happens. You know, it doesn't always get on you, but it could get on you. So what? And, and that's not, and that wasn't a big deal. But I and I was satisfied with that for so long because that's who I was for a very long time. But I started realizing, like, I kind of, I kind of want to look nicer. So I knew when I made this change, which I already was planning on making, I wanted to go out of my way to to look nicer. I wanted a job where I kind of needed to look nice, and I still, you know. Uh, babysit for income here and there. And I, I love kids and I love being around them. So I'm not like, oh my God, get away. I'm wearing like a product because I don't, I also don't wear crazy designer clothes. But I, but I am appreciative that I've had the opportunity to have a job where like I can wear whatever I want. I can look really nice some days. I can usually get away with slumming it others. But I, for the most part, I like dressing up because it makes me feel, it's like a costume, you know, it's the person that I want to be that day. And that's that's a small little choice of being true to myself for the day, even if it's just a choice of like, you know what, I want to wear the sparkly top. Why? Because I like sparkly tops because I like sparkly things. I want to be bold today. Well, that's going to inform the rest of my day. I'm going to be more myself. And that's friggin' cool. But that's just my my way of going about it. I mean, you need to find your own values and your own you know, choices and what makes you feel the most you. And here's the, here's the thing. Here's the kicker of it all you got to be open to change because if you're being you or who you think you've been or who you are in this moment, you, it's okay to change. I think so many times people get stuck in the idea of like, well, that's not really my style or that's not really me or that's not that. And it's like, you can change your style. You can just change it. I don't, I'm not, a, I wasn't for years a big fan of lipstick. 
black lipstick. And I and 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 now I wear it sometimes when I feel like being bold. Why? Because I made a choice to change my style. I used to be like, that's so not me. That's so not me. It's just like the hoop earrings. Like I made a choice to change it up. It's me now. Guys, I'm recording this in a in a quasi crop top. Okay, and this is this has turned into a whole thing about fashion, I guess. But maybe that's good. Maybe that's an okay thing because really, like our what we're wearing is so much of who we who the world sees us as. So it is really you know a way of communicating with the world. But I, the reason I tell you I'm wearing a a small crop top. It's not a crazy crop top, but it's a little crop top. Is that would I would have never thought I would be that person, and I'm still coming to terms with being a person who can get away with wearing a little bit of a crop top. I work out hard and often, and and as a result, the thing that I hated the most about my body, which was my stomach, is becoming a thing that like. I really like, and I'm not going to get into body because that's the future podcast, but but that's, I'm saying now I can be this kind of choice, this choice of a person who wears high-waisted jeans and, and a crop top and cute little wedges. I don't know. I don't know who that person is, but I want to try her on. And I recognize that a lot of the costume talk and that type of stuff is very entertainment-oriented, but gosh, aren't we all just putting on a show I don't want to be all the world as a stage and all the play, uh, people in it are merely players Shakespearean on you. But isn't that what it is anyway? I mean, when you get out and you try and look normal, you're still making a choice. And here's a newsflash that, uh, you know, will blow your mind and hopefully wrap us up. But there is no normal. There's no such thing as normal. And I say that so passionately because I spent so many years trying to be normal and trying to fit in and trying to be cool. Like... When I was younger, I used to mismatch my socks on purpose because I thought it made more sense if you lost a sock to just never have a partner to it and because I thought it was cool. And then in high school at some point, I just started rematching them. I, I, I don't know why I made that choice because you get self-conscious and you're trying to find yourself or whatever. And you know, I don't want to go back to the immature seven-year-old Brianna, but, but in many ways, I want to re-embrace that Brianna who wore whatever the hell she wanted who uh, my toddler self got in a physical altercation with my mother as in I was screaming and crying at her because I didn't want to wear a certain pair of socks. That happened. That happened. My mom, this is the story. My mom was at the store. She pulled out a pair of socks that I didn't like. I didn't like them at all. And I started screaming and crying at her because I didn't have many other ways of communicating with her. And uh, now, even though I do, I still don't, you know, I still scream and cry a lot at my mom because that's how we communicate because we love each other. But that, so that's... Uh, so, so she was like, she looked at it and was like, whatever, she's a toddler. She won't even remember. So we got home and a couple days later or like a week later, my mom tries to put these socks on me again and I freak out. I freak out because I was like, I don't want those socks. Those were not fitting my toddler style. And she, and my mom made a calculation where she was like, uh, I'm going to have a lot of fights with this child. This is not going to be one of them. And she threw away the socks. She just got rid of them. Whatever. I, I, I don't know why I shared that. I shared that because that's. You're allowed to be whoever you want to be, I guess, and there is no normal. And and when you try and get back to whoever your purest self is, and in many ways it manifests itself in your childhood, and in, in many, not every way, but there are a lot of indications in your childhood of who who you could be. Like, you know, I, I spent so long trying to be normal and trying to fit in, and and I realized that like, that's not. I was trying to be something that I'm not ever going to be, and I'd rather if I'm going to spend all this effort trying to be something, <laughs> I'd rather just work on being my most you know, happy and, and productive and energetic and, and vivacious self than I would trying to, trying to constantly cater to whatever ideal 
or idea that comes by. I'm just going to be me. And you should just be you. And you can really feel it when someone's genuine, when they're really okay with who they are. And and listen, it's still a process. It's not like it's, you know, every day is like, I'm me and this is who I am today because the, you still get self-conscious and you're still like, well, I'm t- trying on this, I'm getting out of my comfort zone and I'm trying on this new person or this new persona and I don't exactly know what that means. And, and the only way you're going to find out is by doing it, is by trying. So just, you know, embrace who you are and and be yourself, whatever that means. And be open to the fact that it's going to change constantly and that's okay. That's okay. Like I'm going to, you know, I'm going to get ready, to, I'm getting ready to go out to a dinner I don't know who's going to show up to that, meaning on my end. I know who's probably showing up on the other end, but on my end, I don't know who's going to show up. We'll see. Let's hope she's charming because otherwise it's not going to go well for anyone involved. (laughs) But yeah, okay, so that's all I'm going to say on that. That's all. You got it. You nailed it. We nailed it. All right, be yourself. Okay, that's it. Bye. Oh my God, I was doing the bye without even saying. Show notes, briannahanson.com. Twitter, at the Brianna Hanson. Lots of ways to contact me. I want to hear about how you journey into becoming yourself. Gosh, why did I try and preemptively stop it? Probably because it's. I like to keep these 20 and under and it's a little bit over, so I'm rushing myself to get out. Because I know myself. I know that's how I am. I'm very punctual. Very, very punctual. And that's okay. That's just who I am. I'm not going to fight it. I like it. Okay, um, but now I'm rambling about punctuality while I'm going over in my head. Uh, yes, so find me on those things. If you're listening to this on iTunes, I thank you for that. Please subscribe and please rate it and please leave a comment so other people can find it. And uh, tell your friends, share it with people. Okay, that is it. Now I say bye.